0: In the Hello and welcome to Couch Talk. Today's guest is former England cricketer, Philip Defredis. He talks about his career, his memories from his Ashes winning debut series, the 1987 and 92 World Cup Finals and England's prospects in the 2015 World Cup, amongst other things. Welcome to the show, Philip, and uh, thanks for being on. My pleasure. Absolute pleasure. It's absolutely mine having you on. Um, when the 2005 Ashes were happening, uh, you were the only active English cricketer that had played in an Ashes-winning England side. How relieved were you about what transpired in the series?
1: Yeah, it was, it was a strange one, really, because, you know, I played until I was about 38, 39,
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and um, I didn't realise, and then suddenly someone said to me, you're the only English player still playing first-class cricket who's won the Ashes. <laughs> and um, it felt, you know, obviously a wonderful thing at that stage.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I knew it was, you know, 2005, I knew it was, you know, my final year, and the Ashes was on. And I, did an, I think I did a, a piece in the paper saying... I'm hoping, um, now I'm about to retire, I'm sure there's going to be <laughs> eleven or even more English blasts because um, you know, hoping that would win it. And I didn't realise and think I couldn't believe how wonderful, most probably one of the best Ashes uh series I've ever seen. Yeah. Or you know. And um, you know, an England winning that Ashes series, which could be, that series could have gone either way to be honest. Um, um but England winning it. Uh, was a fantastic thing.
0: You started your first class career with Leicestershire and you went to Australia doing that, you know, 86, 87 successful Ashes. You had a reasonable return for a debutant, including a big role in the win at Brisbane, your first test. But as a 20-year-old, how difficult was it to handle the sudden fame and also the increase in expectations?
1: Um, To be honest, it never really sunk in. Um... The expectations and the, the Ashy series. Um, fortunate where I went on my first tour, like you said, as a 20 year old, and they had such characters and legends basically mm-hmm. on the England side the Bofans, the Lambs, the Gowers, the Gattins, you know, you can go to Embry, Edmunds, um, and so on. Um, and there were so many guys who, when I, as a youngster, looking up to, uh, were you know were playing on, you know I was watching England thinking, wow, these guys are brilliant. And suddenly, I find myself with them, <laughs> and the the team and the team environment was so relaxed. Um, it was you, you, you know you, you got made felt at home as soon as you arrived, mm-hmm. and uh, so the pressure or the expectations never really crossed my mind because I never I was never put I was never put on by that pressure. Yeah. It's only, the only time really it actually sunk in that we're about to play um, in an Ashes series was one uh, the day before when the first you know Test side was selected mm. out in you know Brisbane, and then suddenly I found myself in the side, and um, and then them, um, Gower, Lamy sort of got up at the, you know dinner table pre-match dinner whatever, you, and said, right, this is um, the real stuff starts tomorrow now. You know, I I went cold. I suddenly realised, you know, wow, this is you know, this is quite serious. So it was the first time it sunk in. And then, you know, I I played and sort of got used to being part of a team. And you know, we won the Ashes out there. We won both One Day Series out there. And you know, it was just it was it was just fun. It was you know, it was like you know the the best thing that's ever happened to me. And you know, and you know, and it was it was incredible. And the tours of then was, you know, three, four months tour. Yeah. And, you know, we lived like a family. So it was, it was, a, it was a wonderful, you yeah, atmosphere. It was a wonderful, you know, sort of family really out there. Hmm. And, and the only fun thing is when I got home, I suddenly realized, and, you know, where people, the publicity I got when I got home. And I found that very hard to you know and very you know very difficult to cope with mm-hmm. um because you know I'm immature. I'm only a twenty year old I've got no idea all i do is wanted i wanted to play cricket mm-hmm. uh so it was very hard to to take in um we didn't have any sort of um education on sort of how to deal with the media and the you know the fame you know that was you know I was never taught you know it's basically all I was interested in was just playing cricket mm mm-hmm. Hit me, yeah. and and I, I found it very difficult, uh, and I'm, I'm you know i very insecure, um, uh, very naive, uh, and so a lot of it came. And people made opinions about me mm. uh, because uh, they didn't really know me, and and I didn't really let people get to know me. I see. Not because I didn't want to; it's just purely because I was so shy and and in, you know, and insecure and and you know. Um, and I just didn't know how to handle things. Hmm. So it was, it,
2: yeah,
1: it was very tough.
0: I see, I see. But on the field itself, you know, you were w- considered one of the many people to be the next Ian Botham. And you batted alongside him when he made that yeah. uh, basically match winning century at Brisbane. How was that, uh, watching him from the other end? And, you know, he was one of the greatest all-rounders to play the game.
1: It was, um, you know, I still, you know, I still believe he was one of the best ever. Um, it was, when you walked out with Ian Botham, there was a, you had a special, uh, it's very hard to explain unless you experience it yourself.
2: Mm
1: hmm. This, feeling you got when you walked out with Ian Botham, when you're in the same team as him, um, he lifted you and he made you believe in, you know, in your game. And I got, I got very close to Ian Botham while I was on that SUC. He basically looked after me. hmm. Um, and there was, a, and I think that's why people started to say, well, you know, I'm going to be the next Ian Botham. There never will be a next Ian Botham.
2: Mm-hmm. There never
1: will be a next, uh, Capital Dev or Imran Khan mm-hmm. or Wazim Akram. Individual, everyone, you know, you know, Jack Kalis or whatever, they've got their own unique, you know, they they that's their, they're, they're a creator. Mm-hmm. they never, you know, I don't think they, anyone should be compared to someone else. Um, and I think there was a lot of pressure put on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of those and and to be honest um and being in the england side then i mean i didn't you know my batting wasn't really forced onto me it was just i just played i went in and just you know batted that was it really mm-hmm. and looking back i wish then you know i took my batting more seriously mm. um you know then and then i took it towards the end of my career because i started to score around the county first class level because You know, I started concentrating more on my batting when my bowling was slightly going downhill a bit. Mm. So, um, but I wish I, you know, sort of focused and really worked, you know, as hard as I did on my batting earlier on in my career, you know, as well as I did with my bowling. Um, So it was a tough one, really. And every time I played for England, you know, I was always judged on the wickets I took. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, so... I always felt that I had my bowling had to be number one. Otherwise, I don't think I'd make the England side. I see. Uh, uh, So, um, so and my batting got a little bit neglected, really. And and plus, I always felt that when I went into bat, um, I always batted with a tail. I
0: see. Okay.
1: So you know, it's either you you know you you hit, or you lose partners. So it was always difficult for me, really.
0: Hmm. but as a bowler what did you believe um, were your strengths and you know I remember watching you in 1987 World Cup and in 1992 World Cup as a youngster um, did you feel more comfortable playing in the ODA format over the tests
1: yeah I, I, yeah, the one there is, yeah it's not, not a problem because I mean all, th- all three formats I you know I, I, I love the game I love to hit the ball and I, I love to run in and bowl and you know the game was, it was 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 different then as well. Mm-hmm. Where you know certain batters would you know sort of uh, sort of get themselves in, in a little bit,
2: mm-hmm.
1: spend a bit more time not attack from the word go. So you know, I mean, I, I suppose you, you know you could uh, you know sort of get used to that if, if that was the format. If, you know, as, as time went on, the game, yeah. the time. Um, so I mean, I always had confidence because I, you know, I I believe I was one of the you know w- one of the best fielders as well, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I, I could hit the bat. So all round was was brilliant. I loved the one day game; it excited me. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I wanted to prove myself as a Test cricketer as well. Mm-hmm. And and I just don't feel I I got the backing and support. You know, and whenever I got the I went through a period where we played against West Indies and in Sri Lanka or New Zealand at mm-hmm. home. Where I play consist- consistently, where I got wickets and runs, and it's like anything in life. If you if if you people start believing you and yeah, you know, and then you know you're in the side, you're not going to be dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, you're relaxed and you play your natural game. Yeah, and you know, and if you look at my record, the amount, the amount of times I was dropped, I always felt that every time I came back, I have to get wickets. Mm. So you put I'm putting myself on the pressure. And I'm striving to get wickets. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, not not being myself. Yeah. Uh, so it was always tough, really. I always felt it was tough, and obviously the system was totally different then, where
2: yeah, of um,
1: someone else gets wickets at county level, and they're in, and you're out. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, and and I'm, I'm so pleased the whole system's changed now. You know, guys with central contracts.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. It. You know, that would have suited me, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, I mean, my strength, so when I first started, I ran in, mm-hmm. um, you know, and i I, I just try and bowl as quick as I could do when I first started. And as time goes on, you know, sort of my pace, I, I had a couple of injuries uh, where um, I had some bones removed from my elbow, mm-hmm. uh, which was catching. And, you know, you, you lose a yard or two. Mm-hmm. And I felt that I had to work on skills. Mm. To prolong my career, I had to develop skills, and I learned to, you know, learn, you know, early on I, I did swing the ball, mm. but I, I wasn't, you know, fully controlled of the, how the ball was swinging. Mm. Um, and as time moved on, I I learned, you know, to, to control it. You know, sort of uh, worked on my my line and length in, in the areas where I needed to bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you, you, you know, you learn skills, uh, you know, and, and, and that's what I did as time went on. And I, I suppose that's what kept
0: me going um, as long as possible in the first class game. I see. Um, fair enough. Um, now that the World Cup is upon us, I want to get some of your memories from the 87 and the 92 uh, World Cups. Uh, yep. The first one, the 87 World Cup final in Calcutta against uh, the Aussies, uh, you know, people point to that uh, Gatting, Mike Gatting's a reverse sweep um, of Alan Bord as a point. England started losing the game. But, however, there was still Lambie out there, Athi was at crease, and yeah. you had a pretty good lower order, including yourself. Um, yeah. How did you view it from within the dressing room? Well, first of all,
1: we we played through, we played terrifically well. All the way uh, beaten India uh, in Mumbai to you know, the semi-final. Yeah. Our game plan, Gucci, played an extraordinary knock uh, in the semi-final,
2: mm-hmm.
1: where he swept the majority of that innings, didn't he? Because India had three spinners. Yep. Um, it was, you know, we as a, as a team we played, ex- you know, we played brilliantly. We, you know, got through there, got through the quarterfinals, semi-finals.
2: Mm.
1: It was terrific. Um, and it's it's strange, you know, and I, and I suppose in, you know my first World Cup um, uh, final. Um, I think it was it was it Neil Foster or Glasson Spall and I at the bowling. Um,
0: I think it was Neil Foster.
1: Yeah, we we didn't bowl too it, you know. We didn't bowl, a bit short and wide.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, I, and I suppose that's nerves because Eden Gardens. I mean, it was. I I still reckon there was about hundred fifty thousand in there, <laughs> um, and it was just an, an extraordinary atmosphere. Um, you know. Unbelievable, it was a, it was an incredible, you know, f, f, for, for me, that experience, I've never experienced anything like that,
2: hmm.
1: and, um, you know, we started off bowling badly, we didn't start off too well, but we, we, we somehow picked it up, and Australia managed to get a decent score,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we were cruising. Yeah. We were literally cruising along, uh, Gat was in, we were cruising, and, and I, I, in, in the changing, we sat in the changing, and we, everyone was quite relaxed, we, we felt like we were going to win this game, we just, mm-hmm. Gat just carried on. And um, suddenly, we played the reverse sweep, we lost that wicket, and it just, you just saw the change, the atmosphere in the changing, and it suddenly changed. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, you know, it just changed a little bit, and, but we still felt we had the players to do it. And mm-hmm. I, I went in at the end and nearly won it at the end. Yeah. You know, I think I was caught by the tallest man on the field, which was Bruce Reed, wasn't he? beat me off or something like that when mm-hmm. I tried to see war over. Uh if that went over, then we could've won it as well. Yeah. Um so that you know, it sort of changed a couple of times. Um and, you know, it was just it was just sad really that we did we end up not winning it. Mm. Um because, you know, all the way through we played some wonderful cricket. Mm. And, uh, everyone, everyone blames Gat, and uh, I do a certain that. Not really, no. I mean, it's you're, you're eleven out there, and uh, <laughs> um, it's easier to blame Gat for playing yeah. the reverse sweep. Yeah. But uh, it was, you know, we made mistakes, and um, you know, it was not meant to be. So, you know, but it was, it was disappointing, and but it was an absolutely fantastic experience. Uh, with
0: with that experience, you know, I mean. you... You lost by what a handful of runs in the end, you know, yeah. six or seven runs. Um, yeah. But with that experience behind you as a team, uh, and once again in the um, final in 1992, this time against Pakistan, whom you should have beat if not for rain earlier on in the tournament. Yeah, uh, you must have thought that you were going to be able to pull through.
1: I, I honestly thought this is it. I, you know, as you said, we played all that we played well all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a bit of a break with uh, we were lucky with i think South Africa or Duckworth Lewis at mm-hmm. uh, Sydney because i think that would have been quite a close game at the end mm-hmm. um but I, th- I thought we deserved to go through because we played so well th- you know, throughout the the tournament mm-hmm. and uh, we we you know we got through to the final and um, it was it was strange really because Pakistan if we carried on playing at adelaide we would have knocked them out mhm and they managed to stay. In. Um, again, you know, sort of. We bowled. I thought we bowled pretty well, but there was. I'll be. I'll be telling you. Know, it's only from my point of view playing in that game. I felt there was a couple of LB decisions didn't go away way early doors.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, which I think if we went our if we went our way, we might have been chasing a lesser target. Yeah. Um, but you yeah, know, so be it. These things happen. And hmm. um, again, we still felt that we had the ability to chase that runs down.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, and you know, a good friend of mine, you a know, very close friend, colleague for about six, seven years at Lancashire was in Akron. Mhm. I mean he came up with an unbelievable spell <laughs> of bowling. Um, you know, and yeah. It was unbelievable. It was it was fantastic bowling, great spell of bowling, and won them the World Cup. Basically, mm-hmm.
0: the funny thing is, you know, England till that ninety-two uh, World Cup final, you know, was there and thereabouts all the time. But Sorry? since, si- since nineteen ninety-two, um, England hasn't even featured in the semi-final of a World Cup.
1: Uh, no, 50, we haven't. No.
0: Fifty over, no. can you can you kind of put a finger on why that could have been?
1: Um, I, I really don't know, but I'm, from, from what I'm seeing is, um, you know, obviously we've focused uh, recently since
2: 2005,
1: yeah, um, you know, and so on, and maybe slightly before that when, you know, NASA took over as captain and, and so on, um, it, w- the, the focus has seemed to be on Test cricket,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we've done really well in Test cricket, and we've, you know, they, we've... we've any world, and the 2005 Ashes has just helped us all the way through, and we focused on that as well. Um, we won the 2020 in the Caribbean, yeah. but I don't consider that as a, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, it's great. It's 2020, uh, it's fun, it's great, but I, I consider that the two things that, you know, you want to win as a cricketer is, one, the 50-over World Cup, mm-hmm. and, and secondly, me, you know, winning, winning the Ashes or winning Test Series. hmm uh, they, they to me are very important. So you know, we fo- we seem to have focused on a lot on the test cricket, and I never felt that we, you know, as a as a as a cricket nation, we never. I never felt like they would say, right, okay, we're building towards a certain World Cup. We need to identify these players, and mm-hmm. then we need to just keep playing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep, and, and that's that's my personal view. I mean, it's you know, I'm. I, you know, I'm not the England coach at the moment and, you know, I'm not a selector. But, you know, and I just felt that leading up to World Cups, we don't seem to be saying, right, well, these are the best one-day players we have.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And we have to play. And we have to give them experience of playing together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that happens. I don't know if it's because of the uh, schedule in, in international cricket, but other countries seem to do it. Mm. Um, and, again, and, and, and maybe that's, you know, maybe that's... Part of the reason I don't know. Hmm. Um, and, I, and, I, and maybe we need to take the 50 over a bit more seriously and really focus on that. I don't know, like we do at Test Cricket. I, I don't know. I might be totally wrong. They
0: might be doing that. I, I have no idea. But it doesn't strike me like we do that. Uh, what, what, what was uh, What is your take on... Um, you know, Morgan coming in basically in the 11th hour replacing Alistair Cook as the ODA captain. Now, uh, Owen Morgan is leading the England team in the World Cup as well. What is your take on that? And also, what are your thoughts on England's, uh, you know, prospects in this World Cup?
1: Well, there's, there's my example about preparation yeah. for a World Cup. You know, we went out to Sri Lanka to play, was it, six or seven one. yeah seven, yeah. We yeah, we went out there with a the squad, we were still unsure about who's going to be in the World Cup squad. Mm-hmm. Now surely years before that, you've identified your players mm-hmm. and then you've picked your you know to I me mean, you picked your squad and then you send them out and they, they, they keep playing. They keep playing. It doesn't matter if they're famous they keep playing because you think they're the best players.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So they, they get used to it. They get used to it, you know, playing apart from if he's got one or two injuries. Hmm. But, again, you know, you're looking at that, and we're about a month, you know, a month and a bit away from the World Cup, and we're still undecided about our captain or our, who's going to open the battle, who's going to do that, which we're still trying to find out. Hmm. Which I find, is, you know, quite difficult, really. I, I find that strange. Hmm. Um, you is know, that- and... Yeah, and, Paul, you know, and then, you, then you've got Alistair the Cook, who's out there as he's England captain. So he's gone out in the one day start and suddenly he's you know he's not had any form out there. Mm-hmm. Comes out and he, he doesn't even make the World Cup. So you know, I, ju- I just, I just feel you know, w- you know, we we seem to be leaving things last minute,
0: mm. which is, I think is no great preparation. So given all that, you don't have uh, high hopes of England, you know, winning the fifty year No,
1: no, uh, I, I do. I still think, you know, because obviously, you know, they've played quite a few games um, since then. Mm-hmm. Um, Morgan has taken over as captain. Uh, they seem to be playing, you know, you know the, the the same side now. Yeah. Well, I have, you know, the, the, you know, and and I, I do. I, you know, I look, yeah. You know, the England side is a very good team. Mm-hmm. On paper, it's a very good team, and all it takes, you know, all I'm hoping is that we get through to the next phase.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You get next get through to the next you know, phase or stage of the the competition, and anything can happen, mm-hmm. like you saw with Pakistan. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So a World Cup, you know. Uh, I still believe that we've got a, you know, we've got a decent side, and if we click, everyone clicks. All you need is, you know, three of, you know, two, two or three of the players to click
0: and have a big performances in each game, and you know, it takes you through. I mean, uh, for example, you know, uh, when you guys were playing in eighty-seven, ninety-two, you know, you could say if Gatting clicked or Gooch clicked or both them clicked, for example, you know, then yeah. you, you have you know, have a very good chance of winning the cup. So, yeah. do, you, do you have any of that sort? You know, two, three players that have to click in, the, especially in the later stages of the World Cup, in the knockout stages. You know, I some... I, think, I think. I think Butler Morgan. Butler, and i think you know
1: our would you know quick dollars up front mm. um you need that sort of x factor really you need mm. someone to to deliver and and i think we have we've, we've, we've got the players and if they deliver you know if they play you know you, you know sort of outstanding you know have, have outstanding matches mm. um they can and we can do it mm. so we have got the players in there
2: mm-hmm.
1: um you know there's no reason why we can't because you know they, they've shown that they can do it, and and we you know we've got the players in there, so there's no reason why we sh- we sh- you know we
0: can't or we we, we couldn't. Um, so realistically speaking, I mean, you have uh, Australia, New Zealand, and South Africa. I think that those three teams would be in anybody's, I would think, top three. Uh, where do you see realistically England finishing in this World Cup? Well,
1: uh, uh, we play. Australia and New Zealand the first two games, right. right?
2: Yeah.
1: I personally think we need to win one of those two. Hmm. We win one of those two, and then we have Sri Lanka, and um, who else have we got after that?
0: Um, you have uh, uh, Scotland. Uh, yeah. You have... Uh, well, I can't think of the top of my head now. Um, yeah. But, y- y- you mean, England getting... To the second stage or the quarter-final, shouldn't be that yes. much of a trouble, but um, you know they'll definitely be in the top eight, of course. But uh, where do you see them? Do you think do you see them getting to the final four or the final two? I hope so. Yeah,
1: I think. I mean, I, I think England's going to get get to the next phase. When we're going to we're going to win the first, you know, we've got to win one out of the two games mm-hmm. between Australia and New Zealand. We win one of those. And then you've got the four games remaining, which is Sri Lanka, and there's three others, isn't there? Mm-hmm. And um, they've got to win three out of the four there. Okay, so they've got to win. They've got to win four games out of the six. Is that correct? Correct. Four games out of the six to go through to the quarterfinals. Is that, is that right? That is correct. Yeah. They England, if they do that, they're in the final, They're in the hat. Anything could happen.
2: Hmm.
1: That's the way I look at it. Okay. Okay. So you know, you might have Australia, New Zealand, South Africa—all his favourites. If England can get through to the quarterfinals, a game to the quarterfinals, one-off games, anything can happen. And I think there's no reason why they can't still can't get all the way.
0: Okay. And uh, lastly, you know, I want to get a, you know, looking back uh, view at your entire career. You know, besides the Ashes win in 86-87, your debut series, what are some of the fond memories of your playing career, both at county level as well as for England? Um, 86-7
1: will always be out there, Mm -hmm. you know, as uh, the greatest and most wonderful fun memories ever, as far as cricket. If I could... You know, <laughs> excuse me. You know, people say if you could relieve your, you know, sort of your your career,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that is one that is one bit I'd love to go back to mm. eighty-six, seven. Mm. The whole, just the whole thing. Uh, it will never ever happen again. Mm. Um, you know, the, what happened to me then? Eighty-six and seven, the Ashes series, the, you know, the World Series, the Perth Challenge, and just winning. And just being out there with his great players and great characters
2: mm.
1: that was fantastic so that uh, will stick out a mile. Mm-hmm. Um, the mile and the seconds obviously of um, the two World Cup finals mm-hmm. um, there were there were great memories great experiences obviously on the disappointing side of it was not able to win a World Cup mm. um, and You know, county career. I mean, I I was, you know, I've been very lucky, very privileged Mm. to have had a long career. Mm -hmm. And um, once I stopped playing Test cricket, international cricket, um, I had my goals, and my goals was to take over a thousand wickets and score over ten thousand runs, Mm -hmm. which I achieved. Mm. And um, you know, I was proud of that, but. The most, you know, the most important thing to me was um, I had a wonderful career. I had a long career. I did something which I loved. Mm. I was able to do. Uh, and as I said to you, I was very, very privileged. Uh, very lucky. Mm. Um, traveled some wonderful places. I mean, India, Pakistan, uh, particularly. I mean, the, the one of the most disappointing thing is I only played one Test match against India. Mm. And that was uh, when I was injured in India as well, when we had that shocking tour. Yeah. It was that 90, 93. 93. Yeah. Um, I was, you know, I was injured. I'd, I had groin problems out then. I think we were losing. The, you know, and then I got pushed into the final test match, I think, yeah. I, I got played in, which I was, you know, with no practice warm-up games, it was just no confidence, nothing at all. So, and... Only playing one Test match against India, where we where I played a lot of one days against them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that that was a little bit disappointing for me because every time we played India at home, I was always twelfth man.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, so not playing more against India as far as Test matches goes. Yeah. Um, but you know I'm you know sort of traveling the world playing against you know wonderful. Test nations, uh, making some wonderful friends. Um, still, you know, and still having friends in the game. I mean, that's you know, that's a dream, isn't it? Yeah. yeah right. uh, and, and I've been very
0: privileged and very lucky to do that. Fantastic, Philip. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show, and, uh, and I wish you all, all the best. <laughs>